wouldn't you want to know if your city was the official worst place to live in the United States? I'll have the identity of the metro area earning that dubious distinction in today's episode, along with how you can turn that title to your advantage if you live or invest there. I'm Carol Ellis. This is episode 92. You're listening to Real Estate Investing Today, the one podcast that tomorrow's real estate moguls listen to today, where in just nine minutes or less, each day of the week, you receive fresh real estate investing strategies leading-edge financial tips, and relevant news nuggets, along with full access to the infamous REI Today Vault. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and online at REI.today, here's your host, Carol Ellis. So, what's the worst city to live in in the entire country? Well, it's probably not where you'd think. This city beat out Milwaukee, Buffalo, and Detroit, top contenders apparently, For the title and the judges of the contest, such as it is at 24-7 Wall Street, cited income inequality, high rates of violent crime, and sky-high housing prices as the reason for their decision. Oh, and the city was also recently awarded the title rudest city in the United States by another news and tourism outlet. So what city takes the cake for unpleasantness on all sides? Well, I'll give you a hint. It's located in sunny southern Florida, has miles of sandy beaches, and nearly perfect weather. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it may be hard to believe, but Miami, Florida was named the worst city to live in in 24-7 Wall Street's most recent awarding of the title. Now, many fans of Miami and Miami tourism locals have been quick to point out that words like best and worst are extremely subjective, and that's fair. However, whether you like or agree with the results of this study or not, if you choose to invest in Miami or in any other area that has recently gotten a top 10 worst bad rap, then you are going to have to deal with them because your potential buyers are going to have read them. Trust me. The best way to deal with this kind of negative publicity is to first become informed about it and then run with it. For example, in this instance, one of the main issues that the researchers cited for Miami's low livability score is its terrible affordability when compared to other cities of similar sizes across the country. The city's median income is about $22,000 less than the national average, and housing costs are about $64,000 higher than the national average. Furthermore, according to the same researchers, about one in every four people in Miami live in poverty. They then went on to point out that this means that the income gap in the city, that means the gap in earning power between the richest 1% and the average of the other 99% of earners, is a 45, meaning that the top 1% earns 45 times more than the average of everyone else, making Miami's metro area, quote, nearly the most unequal of any U.S. city, end quote. Now, for the moment, We're going to leave the math aside, and let's just accept that it all sounds pretty negative on the face of it. But the important thing for you as an investor is to consider how relevant this is to your target market and then adjust accordingly. For example, if you are investing in luxury properties in Miami, the entire study is probably going to be largely irrelevant to your buyers because it simply does not directly affect them. On the other hand, the other, quote, 99%, as it were, of buyers may find the results problematic. But if you represent a solution to their housing affordability problem, maybe via creative financing or just offering really great rental opportunities, then you've at least muted the study there too. Most people will be more concerned with their personal situation than in their city's national ranking anyway, so appealing to their personal, specific needs will quite likely resolve most of their issues. 
The real fallout from this type of study tends to affect investors who work mainly with other investors, because people with little personal interest vested in an area may opt to avoid it simply because they believe it has too many negative connotations. In this case, you should simply rely on local housing trends and your own personal experience, complete with evidence and case studies to make your case for you. Since investors tend to view their money without a lot of emotion, if you can prove that your strategies work in a top 10 worst city, then you're probably going to be okay. Want to see exactly why Miami got such a bad rap in 24-7 Wall Street study? We've got a bullet point list of exactly what the problems were in the REI Today vault at www.rei.today vault. Join right now by texting REI Today, no spaces, no periods, to 33444. When you do, I'll provide you with fast, immediate access to that list as well as a lot of other timely, insightful, practical information that will help make your investing safer, faster, and more profitable. And folks, remember, when you join the vault, you join our community, which means you have the opportunity to network with me, my guests, and your fellow listeners across the country. So go ahead right now and text REI today, no spaces, no periods, to 33444, or visit us online at www.rei.today vault. REI Nation, thanks for listening in, and please always remember this. Your best investment is your own education. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Investing Today. Be sure to subscribe right now on iTunes, Stitcher, or at REI.today. Your feedback is welcomed anytime by sending email to feedback at REI.today. This show is for entertainment purposes only, does not constitute the offering of any securities, and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is property of the REI.today network.